0: Welcome. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to episode 8. It is Sunday, January 24, 2021 at 4.48 Eastern Time PM. And you are listening to the... Excuse me. I'm Speaking Podcast. Podcast. Yeah, what's going on? It's Mark and Kevin. We're back here. Uh, well, we hope to have a special guest, Kyle, come in. He was scheduled to come in, but he's running a, a little late we hope he's going to join us, Kevin. For, and Specifically for the UFC. Uh, yeah, we, we want thing. to talk about the big Conor fight. That's yeah, because right. it was huge. And it was massive. And we have to talk about that. Uh, but Kevin, uh, why don't you give us an introduction of what we're talking about today?
1: Well, we got the rundown here. Um, like, as mentioned, a uh, huge UFC 257 card last night. Um We also have a big championship uh, series going on uh, with the football with the AFC and NFC uh, currently right now, we have live uh playing in the background Tampa versus Green Bay, and the score well we'll get to you guys back yeah on that. well yeah we'll get to that um, Speaking of football, last week's picks man. Let's talk about that. Yeah, and then, I'm pumped uh, about
0: that. Yeah, that's for sure.
1: And then, um, yeah, then we're going to get into, of course, let's play our millionaire game. Uh, we're going to get, of course, covered a little bit of politics. We're going to get into some economy uh, things that I imagine will affect some people. Um, and then, uh, of course, we'll touch on COVID because we're nearing the uh, lockdown among other things. And uh, let's just uh,
0: get the show going. Yeah. So, Kevin, I, I want to kind of open up tonight with the NFL cuz we're currently watching halftime right now of the Packers and the uh, Bucks with Tom Brady versus Aaron Rodgers and what I want to open up with is that is what we already kind of uh, have said is that ladies and gentlemen last week we won our NFL picks. Can you believe it? Kevin and I were guaranteed picks of the week. We won. We placed the bet, we put our money where our mouth is exactly like we said we would And we ended up winning our picks, and combined, Kevin and I won $36 each. Boom! Which, we're thinking, episode seven, we've made $36. You know what? This is actually a profitable business, and maybe we should move forward doing this. So I want to talk, well, I want to stay on the NFL. good, Good
1: segue.
0: I want to stay on the NFL, because Kevin and I were divided completely when it comes to who is going to win this weekend's games of the NFL playoffs. I'm saying—I said that the the uh, Green Bay Packers were going to beat the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, and I was betting against Tom Brady because the Packers seem to be on fire right now. And then Kevin, he picked the Kansas City Chief to, uh, Chiefs to uh, defeat the Bills. And you I, wanted the Bills. However, yes, I wanted the Bills because, uh, again, we were divided on who was going to win this, and so uh, we had some issues <laughs> in our gambling uh uh, we we
1: didn't agree. So so in other words, Mark wanted to pick Green Bay and uh, Buffalo Bills to win. I wanted to pick Tom Brady, aka Tampa Bay, and of course uh, our big time money, Mahomes, uh, Kansas City. So so what ended up happening is we picked. Uh, we agreed that we each pick our own game. Mark picked the Green Bay over Tom Brady,
0: which are right now getting smoked. It is the third quarter right now. Has just started. It is currently 28 to 10, Tom Brady versus the Packers. <laughs> and that's really what this is. It's Tom Brady versus the Packers. And yeah, I was wrong. And so what did we do with our picks, Kevin? Because we, we, we decided that we were just going to go crazy. What, what, like, what did we well, do?
1: Well, we used that gambling uh, app called Bet365. And what we ended up doing was uh, we just cashed out with $13.50. And what we're going to do is uh, after this podcast we're going to watch the Bills versus Chiefs game. We're going to do what's called live betting. And we're just going to see that $13 and play it on the drive and see if we can turn that $13
0: into 1, 000, 000. One million, 1 dollars. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or or lose it all in the first gamble So Yeah, exactly. And uh, so that th- those are our NFL picks uh This week, we didn't really give you a a definitive pick because we've kind of changed our picks because we were clearly wrong. No, we we just can't agree this week. Well, and we can't agree this week, too. So we're going for the millions of dollars. But, Kevin, let's kind of move on. We have a new president now of the United States. Uh, It's totally official. He's been uh, 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 inaugurated. Uh, He gave a a pretty good speech, really. Is it, it, sorry, last name State, first name Deep? Well, it's something like that. But uh, maybe we can get to that later. But uh, uh, Biden is our president now, and he's done a bunch of uh, uh, things like uh, on day one. I mean, uh, uh, we want to bring up that it is strange that on day one, Joe Biden has actually been impeached. There's an impeachment against Joe Biden. Now, currently, the, uh, the Dems hold uh, the White House, the House and the Senate. So it seems like maybe an impeachment uh, 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 currently happening might not be okay, but there are some indications within the first week that maybe within two years the Dems are going to lose the Senate and the House. But uh, like, what can you tell us, Kevin, about the impeachment?
1: Oh, well, you just set that volley right for me to spike. Yeah, it on the exactly, other side,
0: right? exactly. I'm setting you up right here. Well,
1: the uh, I find that there's there's two sides here, right? Because right now there's a huge, huge push, uh, not only for Donald Trump to be impeached because they simply just are terrified of him running again. But that's a whole other story. To answer your question, though, is the impeachment or articles of impeachment are going to be brought to the House to be voted on against Joe Biden specifically for abuse of power.
0: Um, and it so- seems strange on day one. Like, like, Kevin, can you explain to me? Because I've heard that, too, like that it was going to be an abuse of power. But can you explain to me how a president... On day one, is a is is can be impeached for an abuse of power. Like, what did he abuse his power for? That he's getting impeached. Do you do you know? Do we need to look this up? Well, back back in uh,
1: twenty fifteen specifically, this is the evidence that was is being held as on, upon criminal charges by the Ukrainian government. Is uh, and they're looking, believe it or not, to extradite Joe Biden. Look into it, um, but they failed miserably on that this past year. And however, still facing criminal charges. So. Uh, including his son hunter biden now that all being said is that uh there was uh, a specific um uh transaction that was made and with that um during that time in 2005 that significantly benefited uh joe biden's family which goes against the constitution which is also illegal
0: so is this like a hunter biden thing or is this, this, is this a joe, joe biden this is thing? a
1: this is the family of the biden a family thing okay uh, so so what so basically that what they're doing is they're referring to that as abuse of power, and obviously Joe Biden didn't do it on day one. He he did it, however, well he was the vice president of the United States. So it still applies to him because he's a public servant. So while they um well that's all happening is uh and there's and I don't believe there's a statute on that as well, but the the, the reality check is um what's more kind of important because unlike Biden actually being impeached. Here's some executive orders, Mark. What happened on so, day
0: one? So, so, so on day one, I think Biden signed. I though the media was pushing that he had done 15 executive orders, but I, I guess 17. <coughs> excuse me. I guess he had done two more after they had kind of broke that. So he did. Oh, okay. so, he did 17 executive orders on the first day, and some of the things that we thought were strange, Kevin was. The first one is he ended the uh, Keystone pipeline between Canada and America, where Canada is trying to, to deliver oil to America, and all these people in at Al- in Alberta are out of jobs and stuff like that. Like, what can you tell us about that?
1: So, so that was his. That was uh, one. You're right. It was to end the Keystone XL pipeline and revoke oil and gas development <coughs> at national wildlife monuments, um, specifically Beer's Ears, Grand Staircase. Uh, the Escalant National Monuments in Utah and the Northeast Canyons um, in the Marine National Monuments in New England. So in other words, it's a complete and utter halt and stop. That is specifically on day one resulted in 40,000 Americans losing a job and, guys, 10,000 Western Canadians losing their job because it's now illegal to operate on it because there was an executive
0: order. And I don't want to interrupt Kevin because he's saying something really important, but ladies and gentlemen... The Packers just scored a touchdown. It is now seven. 16-28. It's, it's they're kicking the Pat. And it's now 17-28 Tampa Bay. Go on, Kevin.
1: All right. Thanks for the update on the sports there, Mark. Um, this is another interesting one. And we'll read through these executive orders because they're fascinating. Uh, quickly. number Okay, yeah. Number one. Stop border wall construction. I mean, how do you not have a conversation with that? But number two. End the quote Muslim travel ban. Can't wait to
0: discuss that. Are we um, going to go through all of these? You're just going to you're going to write yeah. them off, and then you'll read them off, and then we'll go through yeah. them one by one.
1: I think I think we we'll read them off and be like, let's come back to a few of them. Okay, because okay. some of them may not be worth discussion. Okay. Number three, rejoin the Paris Climate Agreement. Four, ending the Keystone XL. Five, count non citizens in the U.S. census again. Makes no sense. Number six, rejoin the World Health Organization. Number seven, 100 days masking challenge. Number eight, extend eviction and foreclosure monitoriums. Number nine, continuous pause on student loan payments till September 30th. Number 10, defend Dreamer program for any undocumented young Americans.
0: That makes no sense. How can you well, be an American kind of, and
1: undocumented?
0: I'm kind of on the, on the fence of that. And I think that's one of the ones we're going to have to talk about later okay. on. Number eleven:
1: Change Trump's arrest po- priorities for immigration and uh, customs enforcement (ICE). Number twelve: Keep protections for a group of libertarians in the country. Number thirteen: Restructure federal government coordination to the COVID nineteen pandemic. Hilarious. Number fourteen: Actions to advance racial equality through the federal government. Number fifteen. Strengthen workplace discrimination protections based on the sexual orientation and gender identity. Number sixteen: freezing last-minute Trump administration regulatory actions that will destroy the economy. Number seventeen: formulate executive branch ethics doctrine.
0: Okay, for, so for that education. I mean, Kevin, like um, I'm, un- i mean, I, mean, I mean, Kevin, like bro, like you're you're going through these things, and I'm like, we have to talk about all of these. And you know what I didn't hear in there? I didn't hear that on day 1 we had more troops in Syria and more troops in Iraq deployed like instantly. Day 1. I mean the the party of the people, like the 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 progressive party, the party of peace, like these these hippies who grew up taking acid and now have kids and they and they now totally vote like these people are now like let's go to war and everything's like I mean I mean People were so mad when when Trump was pulling people out of, say, Iraq and Syria. And now that Biden's putting people back in, nobody cares at all. Right. And it's like, and I can't believe this. And I mean, can you open up that that, 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 that screen? Because there were some of these things that we, we just have to go through. Like, let's, well, let's, think... let's, 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 let's go through them again <laughs> at this time. I'll be like, stop, and we'll talk about it.
1: So one when, when I think is interesting, and I can clear this up in 10 seconds. Uh, and the quote, Muslim travel ban. So to give you an idea, there's over 220 countries in the world. Over 85 of them, or sorry, 105 of them are Muslim. They the ban is actually on eight, eight country, sorry, five countries, right? And they're all they're all banned for terrorist related reasons. It has nothing to do with ethics or anything like that, just terror terrorism. And the thing is that the the odd part when Joe Biden was vice president, he had 12. Uh, I think it was 12 to 15 countries that were banned to come to the U.S., all Muslims. So the hypocrisy is abundant. So let's let's go through the list again. So the, the next item that you said you wanted to talk about was rejoin
0: the Paris Climate Agreement. So Canada, and Kevin and I are Canadian, and we never pulled out of the Paris Climate Accord. And uh, and we've been in it the whole time. And now we're being introduced to, uh, and we've already been paying for some time now, a, a, a carbon tax. And I mean, there's so many people, not just not just Kevin and I, who are against this carbon tax and think it's insane. But I mean, that's what that's what America. That's what you're rejoining. Your your, your tax dollars are gonna go not to the actual people who are during a pandemic who are homeless and need help. Your, your 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 tax dollars are gonna start going to this to this bottomless pit of like, oh, we're gonna we're gonna help. We're gonna use money to save the planet. I mean Kevin money can't save can't cure cancer money can't cure aids money can't cure mental health disorders money can't cure the common cold money can't cure the flu uh money can't make sure that all the children in the world have food money can't you know what I mean I get like it. money like like how the hell is money gonna gonna save the planet? And that's what bringing America back into the Paris Accord is is is, the, is what they're saying. You know what I mean? Like we're all gonna try and save the planet, and we're gonna do the stuff for well, the planet. Th- th- I th- mean, in Canada, one of the greatest countries in the world, we have like one in five kids living below the poverty line, and we're trying to save the planet. Like we can't save the kids. I know, I, and I,
1: I think that's that's one thing that I. Uh, I I, I struggle with is being like we need to take care of your own family then your own community then your own people and then once you've taken care of your country and your military and your defense and your healthcare then we can start helping other people
0: I mean but like
1: why are we sending billions and billions of Canadian dollar tax dollar money to countries we've never heard of about and I know it's a generous thing. I know it's hard times for them as well, but like look at like look around in this beautiful city, of Hamilton. I mean, well, is oh, it is. I mean,
0: I mean, Kevin and I think that's a good segue for what I wanted to uh, to uh, bring up. I mean, I mean, the Adams and Biden, they said that if you if you vote for us, we're going to give you a $2,000 stimulus check. Now, relative to what the rest of the world is getting, a $2,000 stimulus is literally nothing. Like that cannot pay eight months of rent. That could not pay eight months of growth. It's nothing, right? And and so he said, Oh, he's like, I'll give you two thousand dollars if, if you vote for me. And now that everyone voted for him, he's like, Well, no, no, it's actually fourteen hundred dollars. And now they're actually skimping on this is like week one of Biden just being like, Yeah, I know, like fuck you, like you already voted for me. And and and, and that's it. You're getting fourteen hundred dollars, not two thousand He's and, like, Well, we already gave you six hundred, and the two thousand that we we're gonna give you was minus that six hundred. And now people are like, What? Like what did like, what did we vote for? Like, what is going and, on and, here? And
1: now and now the uh, the news coming out of the Biden administration, I read this this morning on uh, CNN, so take it with a grain of salt, but now they're talking about giving each person within a household $3,000 per household, but each person gets it if they take the vaccination. Can you believe it? It's like, now we're going to pay you to take the vaccination. This Something's up, man. Something
0: something's something up. Something does, it does seem up, but at the end of the day... I mean, Kevin, you and I and everyone else—we're all gonna have to get vaccinated, and it's over. Like we don't, we—you know what I mean? Like you and I just can't fight this, and no one else can fight this. Like we're we're do did we just the Packers just pick it off?
1: Yep, interception.
0: Picked off, pack. Oh, all okay, we. That's your news update. That's your news the, update uh, on the Packers. So, so yeah, like, uh, like, like. So the stim pack. Oh, I, I wanted. Yeah, when I was saying about the a stim package, what I also wanted to bring up, Kevin, and we didn't write this down uh but uh if if you remember the uh, the black lives matter and the antifa people they they really helped uh, joe biden get elected right and and they had plans to meet with the with the new president and so now that he's the new president, BLM and Antifa is like, so we're supposed to meet, right? And Biden's like, fuck you. Yeah. Like, you know, like straight up, like, who are you? Yeah. Like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, he doesn't even know who they are. Like, well,
1: the, the funny thing is, is that, um, you know, if, if, you don't, if you vote for Trump, you ain't black. But, but the funny thing about that comment is, I, we just read to uh, listeners here uh we just read out loud 17 executive orders in day 1 did any of those actually improve the lives of any black people did that did, did, was no, that, no, no not, maybe, not
0: not only did any of those things not improve the lives of black people not a single one of those things improved the lives of any single american period like it, it but no they run, well, the campaign, maybe, they run
1: the campaign of uh, you know the quote the black vote and and like you, you okay so you guys voted
0: again you know he has voted so, again. so 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 Kevin Kevin, like, I I wanted to uh, to uh, bring this up with you. Do you know about? Because I know you and I we visit a lot of the same like YouTube channels and stuff like that. Do you, do do you know about the uh, Jimmy Dore show and the and the Jimmy Dore push for for force the vote? No. Okay, so let let me explain to you what happened because because this is oh, God. this is absolutely huge, Kevin. And you are gonna love this. You are gonna eat this right up. The uh, so Nancy Pelosi. Uh, uh, was recently up for vote in the uh, in the Senate to be to be the Speaker of the House in in America, right? And she had to have all these Congress people vote for her. Mm-hmm. Now, due to the math of the Republicans and the Dems, uh, and who controls what, she actually needed like nearly, if not completely, a hundred percent of the Dem votes to actually become or to to remain Speaker of the House. And so, Jimmy Dore is a YouTube uh, news guy. He's a he's a kind of a, uh, he's a progressive, right? But I listen to him because he actually makes a lot of sense, and I actually I, I really respect him and enjoy his show, and and so he started this whole hashtag that was a big thing called Force the Vote. So he was saying that there are so many pro- progressives in the Democratic Party who yeah. campaigned against yeah. Medicare for All. Now in the United States, Kevin, they call it Medicare for all, but you and I, we just call it healthcare because we're Canadians and we actually have it, <laughs> and we don't need a fancy name for it. It's just healthcare. Yeah. But, <laughs> but in the United States, they, they 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 don't have this, and the fancy name they put for it is Medicare for all. So Nancy Pelosi, at any time she wants, she could put a floor vote on the House for Medicare for all at any at any point. So, so Jimmy Dore tried to publicly force the uh, progressive Democrats, like AOC, like especially AOC. He was, he was in all, squad. oh, he was all over AOC, like a fat kid and a smarty. Like he was on that shit, and like uh, a fat kid and a smarty. Yeah, well, that's the kind of language we use in the podcast now, and we would not pull from from Apple. It doesn't matter anymore. <laughs> so, <laughs> so he he was saying that if these progressives who actually campaigned for care and for, for 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 Medicare for all, and they promised to fight for it. If he says, if only two or three of you in the whole democratic party, if two or three of you withhold your vote from Nancy Pelosi until we get a vote on the floor for Medicare for all, then you would actually be fighting for the American people and you would actually do it. And this campaign went on for about a month and it gained huge traction on the internet. Jimmy Dore was being ripped apart and he was being attacked. And he's just trying to get healthcare to the American people. He's trying to give them what you and I already have. Like the rights you and I have literally enjoyed since before we were born, when our mothers went to the hospital and stuff. You know what I mean? Like That's how long we've had these rights for. And people in the states, and that's all he's arguing for. And so it turns out that when when the day happened to vote for Nancy Pelosi, every single Democrat, 100% of them, voted for Nancy Pelosi. And at the same time, they gave the double middle finger to every single American citizen, saying "fuck you," your health doesn't care. We don't care about you. Even the very people who promised to fight for Medicare for all, no matter what, said, "fuck it, we're not doing Especially
1: it." Especially during a like a national, a national like global, pandemic, global crisis. Like, like,
0: like Ke- Kevin, people in the nineteen fifties, the nineteen fifties in America were asking America, like the American government, for for health care. And America in the 1950s was like, we're, it's not time for that. It's not the right time. It's not the right time. Maybe it's the right thing to do, but it's not the right time. Okay, that was 71 years ago. It was 70 years ago. And today, during a global pandemic, they're just like, no, it's not the right time. And there's just like, why do you think, Kevin, that Americans don't have health care? like I'm so confused like I know that in Canada well and in instead of saying talking about canada let's just let's just focus on Ontario and if you look at the Ontario provincial budget of how much the annual budget is per year and then what percentage of that budget goes towards health care, it would blow your mind, yeah, and so it absolutely means to me that in the states, if they want to do this, they have to raise taxes, but I mean. They already have really low taxes. Like, couldn't they just raise taxes a little bit and get some health care? Like, why don't people in the United States have health care? Why are there so, it, so many it, it's, people?
1: It's such an easy qu- question I answer. love it. That and I'll do it I'll with economics. So to put it simply, like in Canada, if you take all the taxpayers' dollars in Canada, right, put in a giant pile, uh, 70% of it, 70% of all that money goes into health care and education. Yeah, it's so, it's two, so two, much money. 2% goes into the military, and the rest goes for every possible government and public agency you can think of. So just think about that for a second. Now, the, now, this is the other way of looking at it. In America, you take all their taxpayers' money in the trillions of dollars, and you put it in a big giant pile. And twenty five percent of it goes to the military.
0: Yeah, it's like a trillion dollars a year. Twenty
1: five percent goes into what's called, I believe, it's like the black blacklist, where like it's it's uh, you know kind of not for public knowledge, and uh, and the other fifty percent goes into all the other public and government uh, funding programs.
0: I so, mean, snow snow so, removal is huge so, in Canada th- So too. think about
1: that. Fifty percent, fifty percent of all taxes in America go to the military. Canada, two percent. Yeah, that's the reason why there, there's a military power. They're preparing for something. Why? Why are we building like? Why do we continue building all these battleships and jetliners? Like, what are we building it for?
0: I mean, even when Trump was like, "I'm going to rebuild the military," I'm looking at myself. I'm like, why? And, like, like, Trump is, like, like, in his rallies, he's like, the military was in a terrible place when I took over and we have rebuilt the military. And I'm like, and I'm sitting there, I'm like, not since World War II has the American military been in a bad spot. Like, I don't believe that for a second. You know what I mean? Like,
1: well, he, he's, he, what he meant by rebuild is he took it to the next level, his administration. And believe me, this is, was in the works prior, but they created the 6th Division.
0: Right Space force, although but he did way more than the space force though, like he p pumped a lot of money into the military, even though he didn't start any new wars and he he ended up pulling troops out of a lot of places i mean at the end of the day he he put a ton of money into the military, i mean their annual budget, and the last time I checked. Was not quite, but nearing a trillion dollars. It was over 900 billion dollars. And like, it was close. It was like 994 billion dollars, like, like, like six million dollars away from a trillion dollars. Like, right. That's how close Compared it was.
1: to Canada's economy, which is like 50 billion. Oh,
0: it's so sad. Our, 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 like our, our military versus their military, mm-hmm. it does, it's so sad. But it's a good thing that we're friends, that's for sure. But, uh, yeah. I mean, uh, what else are we going to talk about here, Kevin? What else have we got on the list? Let's kind of move on. Um, you you, you, you picked something. We're both looking at the list. Well, I right think now. it's
1: that time of the episode where we uh, play one of our favorite games.
0: Let's do it. The Millionaire Game,
1: baby. All right. Why don't you give us a reminder what happened last week? That was super exciting.
0: Well, we made it farther than, than we, we ever made it before. But I don't remember. I think we made it to the $250,000 question. No, we made
1: it to the million.
0: No, we didn't make it to yeah, the we million. Yeah, we did. No, we made we it to didn't. a million dollars. No, yes, didn't. we did. I think it was 250,000.
1: No. 100% we made it to a million. And it said, what do you call mongoose Mon when they're in like a flock or whatever, in a group?
0: And we got mongoose or something?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, that was right. That was wrong. Epic. We're Canadians. Hmm. Okay, so ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Who Wants to Be a Millionaire game. Your host of the game. Kevin. It's
1: me, guys. How's it going? Welcome back to week number eight. Ladies and gentlemen, for $500. Bum, 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 bum. In the theater, what are the painted clothes in the background called? The painted clothes. Leachery, distillery, scenery,
0: or noonery? Scenery. 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 See.
1: Thank God. I actually wasn't quite sure about that
0: one. Yeah, yeah. Um, we don't, uh, we never lost on the $500 question yet. I'm proud of that. Ladies and gentlemen, the $1,000 question. Which of these is commonly served on
1: the top of a mug of hot chocolate? Is it A, licorice, B, jelly beans, C, marshmallows, or D... Chewing gum. That is C. Marshmallows. Bam. We
0: have winter here in Canada. I know all about my marshmallows and hot chocolate. And do you use the little ones? Or the ones? hot cocoa. Do you use- yeah, you only, you only use the little ones. You yeah. never put the big ones in. <laughs> I know. It's-, it's sacrilege. It is. Okay, uh, $2,000 question. Bum, 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 bum.
1: Which animal is commonly used as a mode of transportation in the Sahara Desert? Is it A, a llama, B, a buffalo, C, a yak, or D, a camel?
0: Got to be camel. It has right? to be a camel. Got to be camel. You can't ride llamas. Yeah, right. Camel. Camel. Bam. Camel. bam, baby, bam, baby. We're moving on up. The three thousand dollar question. Bam, bam, bam,
1: bam, bump. What happened to make President Clinton become quote a lame duck? Interesting.
0: Is was it, it a, was it blowjobs from a secretary?
1: Not yet. Is it A turned fifty? B was impeached. C broke his leg. D New president elect named. Well, he was impeached. What made him a
0: lame duck? He, well, he was impeached. But uh, did that make him a lame duck? Because he got those I, jobs. From I, the I think we have to
1: pick up four seconds. Go, 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 go. No! What? Like we don't even
0: know. We feel like What's dicks. The answer this on that? is like half of a political podcast show. We don't even know the answer. Okay, the real. <laughs> <laughs> the real answer is or oh, is a new
1: president elect.
0: Oh. You. Oh, you know what? what? I think.
1: I think because um, that was kind of a quick game. What do you say we play another one?
0: No, no. Because if we win the other one, it doesn't matter because we lost on this show already. Uh, you know and you're the, right. The point is, is ladies and gentlemen, is that we don't, we don't edit this. We don't hide. Kevin and I failed <laughs> way too early this week. <laughs> That was probably the worst game we had ever played. <laughs> I think of who wants though, to we, be a millionaire? You we
1: talk mostly we'll politics. You didn't know the answer.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> you think we would know that? Like after all the all the shit that we're talking. But uh, I don't know. Like, uh, what do you want to talk about next, Kevin?
1: Um. Well, I mean, UFC was on last night.
0: I mean, I was hoping to have Kyle here. And I guess he's not coming, or uh, he's having some he's having some some traffic issues or something like that. So I wanted to talk about there was a big, huge UFC card uh, uh, this Saturday night, j- just last night, uh, against Conor McGregor versus Dustin Poirier, and it was so goddamn exciting. Now, now Kyle, who was a special guest of ours previously. Uh, him and I both uh, said that Connor was going to sleep Dustin in the first round, and I, Kevin, even considered betting money on Connor sleeping him in the first in the first round. But what actually happened is, and I know you saw the fight. And I want to hear your thoughts about it. But this is how the fight broke down to me: is that Connor came out and he actually hit him pretty hard, quite a few times, and Dustin kind of ate the shots. And there was a point in the first round for like maybe 15, 20 seconds were. It looked to me like Dustin was hurt yeah. really, really bad. Like he was moving around, kind of wobbling. His head wasn't stable.
1: He got struck a few it, solid. Yeah. But
0: in that first round, he was doing these these low calf kicks. And that's where I really want to highlight, Kevin, in this in this discussion.
1: <laughs> this is an update right now. Green Bay has just scored a touchdown. Oh, it's my now, God. It's, it's now
0: 23-28 going into the fourth with 24 seconds left in the third. Tom Brady just got shown on TV. Looks terrible. <laughs> <laughs> that was your news, um, news break. Okay, so <laughs> <laughs> what were we talking about? I already lost it. Well, I think you are
1: talking about you know Conor Drake. Oh the yeah, the, yeah. yeah, the
0: yeah, the yeah, the Conor fight. So so but so uh, Dustin, he did look hurt in that in that first round. But the big takeaway from that first round, I thought, were these these low calf kicks. Now Kevin, in mm, more, dude, like, you destroyed his calf do it well. Okay, and I want to I want to bring this up cuz this is a new thing in mixed martial arts and a new evolution of, of fighting. It used to be that like that kind of low kick a move, that is a Muay Thai move from from Muay Thai fighters that comes from Thailand and it's in the and that move originally is a low kick that lands just above the knee on the thigh. And and that's where the kick has been landing for years and years and years. And and just recently in the last like 6 8 months All the fighters have been transitioning to these calf kicks, where instead of it's the exact same kick, but instead of hitting above the knee, they're hitting below the knee to the calf. And I watch them like sometimes shin on shin. Well, well, the the uh, shin on shin is when is when is when the fighter who's being kicked is using is 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 protecting. Now, to, uh, to a guard against that kick, you have to first check the kick, which is to lift your leg off the ground, and then you have to rotate it outwards to kind of catch this kind of calf kick so that when the guy kicks you, he kicks your shin, and it ends up hurting you more. But Connor was unable to do that. So in the first round, he had landed some big calf kicks, and in the second round, these calf kicks kept coming. And we have seen these in, in big fights. Like I mean, we, we saw a, a, a lightweight c- contender, Justin Gaethje, uh, say in an interview that he's never kicking above the knee ever again. He's only kicking the uh, calf. And, and so Connor came out in the second with Dustin, and Dustin started calf kicking him in the second, mm-hmm. and it just destroyed Connor's leg. And once his leg was destroyed and he saw that he was hurt, he just started opening up on him, and he TKO'd, or actually legit KO'd Connor in the second round, Kevin. It was unbelievable. It was amazing. What are your thoughts, Kevin? Because you saw the fight too.
1: Yeah, and, and specifically about um, your your kicking, the one thing I definitely noticed was um, how visceral it was actually watching was um, Connor actually planted his foot, the leg that he's clearly injured now, but he planted his foot, and then um, Dustin came in, kicked him just exactly where you said, and because he planted, Connor's trying to show strength, I think that's what caused the injury. Like you said, instead of lifting and moving, because when he got kicked, he didn't Connor didn't move right away. He took a second. See, I think
0: he's like, uh oh, what just happened? See, Connor in the in the post fight pre- press conference was all like, oh, I started to uh, check the kicks, and I was getting good at checking them. And I'm like, nah, I'm sorry, buddy, but the fight was two rounds. It was less than ten minutes. I saw every second of it, and you got your leg destroyed. Like you weren't checking that shit at all. Mm-hmm. I mean, there was one point where, or actually two points, where when when Dustin kicked him with with this with this low like calf kick, that Connor's leg was like swept out from under him, and he had to like regain balance before he he couldn't fall. Like he was being destroyed. And these calf kicks, Kevin, have completely changed the game of martial arts. Mm-hmm. It's not just changed the game of the UFC and martial arts. Uh, well, not or well, not just like UFC and and professional fighting uh, altogether. It's changed martial arts where, Kevin, think about this. The most effective strike on planet Earth right now is to kick someone in their calf. (laughs) <laughs> is that messed up? Like, no, I saw you know, those I, Bruce Lee movies I saw um, the Chuck Norris, the Steven Seagal, the John Claude Van Dams And I never saw anyone kick someone in the calf well, you know, It man, is the
1: best you know, movie you, you can possibly you, make You know where it's from? It's from uh, the 1990s, man I grew up with three sisters And I've been kicked in the shins so many times By them, their girlfriends Growing up when I was a kid So it's just a, this is a thing evol- evol- It's uh, bring it back to the
0: school, man Bring it back to the street. So, so you don't think this is an evolution of uh, mixed martial arts? You think this is mixed martial arts just going old school? Just being like big brother versus little brother kind of thing? Well, I,
1: I just think UFC's got to the point where these guys, and let's just be honest, the women too, they've gotten so fucking tough, where they can just keep taking hit after hit after hit. It's time to try new techniques, and I like that. Well, uh, yeah. The one, the, one, the one thing in UFC that I absolutely can't stand, I don't mind it being used as a one- or two-time defensive maneuver, but when it's just constant, constant is the mm. foot stopping. Is when they keep grinding their ankle into the other opponent's uh, toes, trying to break their fucking foot. I can't stand that. Instead of like when they're pinned up against, whoa, boom! boom.
0: Buddy, I get it
1: once or two. They should ban buddy, it, buddy.
0: That hurts. They should ban it. No, they shouldn't ban it, and it hurts super bad. I can only imagine. Like you're, like you're hurting your opponent there. Like this, you, like when you're in that position when you're clinched up uh, against the cage and you're leaning on the guy you only have so many strikes to land and a high accuracy landing strike is that foot stomp. It's not necessarily or not really at all a fight stopping injury, but it's a lot like hitting the leg where or taking a leg out. Like, like Dustin who totally took out Connor's leg last night is a lot like that and that it makes it hard to, to, to actually move around. Mm -hmm. Like, you know what I mean? Like you can have the greatest cardio and you can be a sniper and you can have everything, going for you but if you can't s- literally stand you can't fight professionally like you can't stand like how do you like you know what i mean and that's what and that's what happened last night mm-hmm. and that and what i'm worried about and what i want to bring this up kevin is i'm worried about that the these calf kicks are so effective and so efficient i think they're going to ruin the sport of mixed martial arts i think we're going to well, see just calf kicks From now on, from every fighter, over and over and over, and everyone's leg is going to get messed up. And it's just... Well, uh, I'm actually, I'm legit worried about this.
1: Well, for me, I think the the most logical approach here is, right now, currently it's legal. If they start seeing an injury, just like any other sport, if they start seeing a specific injury, like, dude, helmet-to-helmet tackling used to be legal in the NFL, up until just like a decade ago.
0: It used but, to be but legal. but the, the NFL was around like in like the 20s though you know what I mean like yeah, been invented in Canada by the way, <laughs> but um
1: but yeah I mean you just have to apply a little bit of logic to the thought and and just take it as approach case okay, so right, right now kicking in that particular calf muscle is is legal, if there's more injuries well then as a professional sport they need to look at it and be like. You know, just like elbowing the back of the head. Okay, There's a but reason why they don't do that. I'm either. actually
0: not worried about the actual injury rate of the of the low cap kicks. I'm worried about the fights becoming more boring. Because there's going to be so much focus on this low calf kick, on kicking. You know what I mean? Like that's what I mean when I say it's going to and ruin then, the sport. And then you
1: get Francis, who naguru
0: Nagano, Nagano,
1: Francis Nagano, and he's going to come in and he's going to destroy them all,
0: dude. It's like March 27th. That fight is that fight is set. Stepe versus Francis. You and I saw we we got the last pay per view of Stepe and Francis, and it was kind of a boring main event because Fran- I mean Stepe just kind of out wrestled them and uh i th- i mean I think it's possible that the same thing happens here, but the winner of this fight it's i think it's again i think it's saturday march twenty seventh twenty twenty one the uh, winner of this fight is gonna like whoever becomes champion is gonna is then gonna face John Jones at heavyweight, which is gonna be a huge massive fight Kevin John Jones is the best fighter in the world, he's moving up in weight to heavyweight i mean i mean god damn right. So what we got going on next Kevin um you know what I'm just
1: going through a list uh, every week we put together one and um one of the things that like uh like we had mentioned about is um what's going on in the economy now theres I, I would say this is almost like an alarmist but um but the reality is is that the it's like the Canadian mortgage Council and housing uh, department or whatever they're the people that overlook um, trends and economics regarding mortgages, housing, demand, supply, things like that. Um, They're called CMCH. So they they released a document uh, this past week that was citing saying that uh, currently right now the unemployment rate in Canada is at 10 to 15%.
0: Wow. Like if it's at anywhere close to 15%, that is unreal. Like That is a big, big, like 15% of Canadians don't have jobs right now. 10
1: to 15 percent, and then there. But what's being projected by CMCH is they said if Canadians fall into the bracket of 15 to 20 percent unemployment rate, that what would happen is uh, uh, what would happen is that they are expecting there to be a major housing correction, and there'd be an adjustment of the house values decreasing due to a a government requirement to bail out loans of 25 to 47 percent that so is ma- imagine insane having coming. a 3 or 4 million dollar home you invest in just like that, you lose 1 to 2
0: million i mean you and i we talked about on a previous podcast about the uh, the immigration coming to canada the 1.2 million coming and the effect that was going to have on the housing market but you're saying that it's possible the housing market goes down before that happens
1: because the unemployment rate would be so high and people will be fully dependent on the government and they won't be able to make their mortgage payments and they foreclose So speaking of foreclosure, the other fascinating uh, document, and by the way, that was specific just to residential housing. Uh, uh, That that figure, this this figure is more fascinating. Um, Regarding condominiums in the greater metropolises, so in in this article, it highlighted Toronto, Montreal, Vancouver, Calgary. They they expected that 70% of condos will be foreclosed by the end of 2021, again, without a government bailout seventy percent of condos so so that I that I don't believe and for one second but they're saying this is bad they said that's how highly overpriced things are in these cities that those those houses the reason why they'll foreclose because it's not worth four or five or six hundred thousand dollars for a 400 square foot condo it's not worth that much it's actually more like a hundred thousand. And so, that there's going to be a major. Cor- there's there could be a major correction. That is, if our economy doesn't get up and start roaring. But I don't think it's going to happen with the Joe Biden administration or the current
0: uh, 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 liberal administration. Yeah, I mean, I mean,
1: Trudeau just, yeah. seems
0: like a mess. Like, I mean, like if if you remember, Kevin, like this is how Canada got into this mess. The Liberals were in charge for a long time while we were alive, with leader Jean Chrétien. And Chrétien led Canada for around twenty-one years, and when he walked away from politics and retired, uh, the Liberals lost the next election, and Stephen Harper became Prime Minister of Canada. And, they, and the Conservatives led Canada for around twelve years, I something think? like that. Yeah. It was some like while. it was something like twelve years federally, yeah. And then, so yeah, exactly federally is what is what I'm talking about. So. The Liberal Party goes out and they get and they get themselves a young prime minister who has some name recognition, right? Like he, like P, like Justin Trudeau is the son of former Canadian Prime Minister Pierre, Pierre Trudeau, and he has the Trudeau name, and you know what I mean. It's kind of a name backing, and, and then, his hair, by the way. Well, he's got yeah, to no, yeah, for. I mean it's pretty good. It's pretty good. It's I mean, pretty, good. pretty nice flow. But then the uh, Liberals then come out and actually offer the people something. They actually offer the people, "Hey, look! If you vote for us and Justin Trudeau, no one gets arrested for weed anymore." Which is what happened. What do the you think? And Canada? then boom, <laughs> and then boom, the Liberal Party is in charge, yeah. and and he promised within the first year uh, he would make weed legal. And though it took, like he said, it would take around to a, a, like a October, and I think it was a little later than that, but it, it did happen within the first year of his. And then we elected him again. And this is how. And now, no one even likes the conservatives. <laughs> no one even trusts because there's no Stephen Harper anyway. It's not that people like believed in Stephen Harper. It's just that we have even less than that now on the, on the conservative side. And it does seem like Canada's in a bad spot with this. I mean, if you remember when, when when Trump was president, which was like what, like last week? If you remember when Trump was president, like people would be like, "I'm I'm so I'm so disgusted that a game show host is now the the president of the United States." <laughs> And and Canadians would say that to me. And I would reply Kevin with, You know our Prime Minister is a drama school teacher. <laughs> yeah. You know that, right? I mean, I mean I mean I don't even mean like college or university, like straight up high school drama class. Like this guy's a high school drama That's teacher. Great. Have you ever met in your life Any high school teacher, never mind the drama teacher, like any high school teacher in your life where you're like, this person should be running Canada. I've never met that. I mean, if you were that special, you probably wouldn't be teaching kids in high school. I don't know. And he probably would be embezzling money
1: from... um, the, we need a we program, but I mean, that's a whole nother, well, story. that's a
0: whole other thing. Like uh, the, the, there was a company that you and I were actually close with and even a little bit invested in that ended up having ties with the we program and then the Justin Trudeau thing. And it's like, Oh, we got to separate ourselves from that. Like that is some crazy shit.
1: Right. Um, You know, you know, what's really funny. I I had this, you were talking earlier about this Bernie Sanders meme and uh, there's this meme I want to share with you guys because it it just goes to show you again, I I forgot to include it in the, the segment about Joe Biden, but listen to this, okay? On October 15th, 2020, and I quote, Joe Biden said, we're eight months into this pandemic and Donald Trump still doesn't have a plan to get this virus under control, period. I do, period. October 15th. Couple months ago, Mark?
0: Yeah, that's not that
1: long ago. Mark. So, so here we go. January 22nd, 2021. Joe Biden, and I quote, there is nothing we can do to change the trajectory of the pandemic in the next several months. Yeah, see, that's that, well, that just goes to show you how they're saying, I have a solution, I have a plan, I will solve. So now he's like, Nope.
0: Well, it's, I mean, I mean, Kevin, <laughs> Sorry, like, guys. I mean, I mean, Kevin, I want to be clear here, and I think we should say this on the podcast that. As 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 much as we lean right, you and I, at the end of the day, we have to support the American president, and we we have to support this guy. Like you know what I mean? Like we have to want good things to happen. You know what I mean? But we have. But they're not. He's not doing anything. I though. know it's been so that's bad. The, that's the hard. Part. It's been so. And the thing like, is, I did that with a bomb. The, the, thing, that, the awesome. thing that kills me is that no one cares. Like no one's like like like. like d do, do you think that John Oliver is going to spend twenty minutes? talking about how Biden sent troops back into Syria and Iraq and, like, teaching people about that? No, he's not going to touch that with a 10-foot pole because that's not what the establishment wants him to do. Exactly. And it's just, I don't know. I don't know. We're we're in some messed up times. Like, oh, and I want to say again, like, we did, we never meant for this podcast to be so political. No. Like, when we started, it just didn't happen. It's just that the times that we're in, like, the politics is so polarizing and it's just something that you have to like like even if we weren't on podcasts, Kevin and I would have to at least like try to talk things through like what the hell is going on and what is up? like you know what I mean like how is it that when you burn down JC. Penney and loot the Nike store, that's what democracy looks like. but when you go to the Capitol building you're inciting a riot i don't under I don't understand like what you know what I mean? Yeah. you know what I mean. It's, like, it's a it's a
1: terribly difficult thing to understand. And maybe it's
0: just me. Maybe I'm just too dumb to understand. And, I, and I'm okay. Well, with Well, obviously, because you're conservative. Well, yeah. It's, oh, well, right? white, white, cisgender, straight, right. male, conservative. Yeah. Ew, gross. Yeah. Well, I'm basically Hitler. Oh, you know, no. Basically, <laughs> I think it's more like literally. It's more like literally it's, yeah. more like literally. it's more like literally. It's more like you're worse you, than Hitler. Do you know it smells? You're worse than Hitler, Kevin. <laughs> do, you, do you know it
1: smells worse than your bo mark? Hitler. No, you.
0: <laughs> <laughs> i don't even understand that joke I know that's the joke but whatever okay i wasn't okay i kind of just made that up you know I'm no, no, no. working
1: on some comedy maybe oh really like yeah. okay we'll
0: share some bits that you have
1: oh god this is this is just quite bad but um you know what let's go there um so, uh, all right. So, story goes like this. Okay,
0: got it. Okay, this is. Are you stealing this joke, or is this your joke? Or no, no, I heard this
1: joke in a West
0: Chester? So you plane. stole the joke. I then? stole the joke. You, okay, okay, okay. Tell us, you, you stole okay, the joke. Okay, so, so, this
1: one day, a cop was, uh, you know, doing doing uh, some street duty, and he sees this red Corvette coming He's down. He's doing the street. his street duty. Street duty
0: <laughs> sounds like a badass <laughs> doing means,
1: his duty. I mean, dude, this guy's legit. Okay. And he sees his red Corvette coming down the street, and in the passenger seat um, is a penguin. And the cop kind of takes his glasses off and watches the car go by, and he's like, "Okay, you don't see that every day." Yeah. Didn't think anything of it. Carried on. I with did his not day. think anything of that. It's a fucking penguin. It's it's a joke. okay. It's a joke. Okay, okay. Yeah. It's not okay. a real story. Okay. It. So so okay. So on the second day, the next day, uh, the cop's doing his duty, same place. Same time, he sees a red Corvette coming down the street, and there's a penguin in the passenger seat. The cop says, all right, this is, this is weird. I better pull this guy over. Pulls him over, and he says to him, he says, hey, listen, um, I don't know why you have a p- penguin in your passenger seat, but I'm going to tell you right now, um, you need to take this penguin to the zoo. And he goes, listen, officer, totally understand, completely, completely okay with it. He goes, okay, I don't want to see you again. This is a warning. Guy drives off. Next day, same place. Same time, cop's doing his duty, sees a red Corvette coming down the street. This time, Penguin in the passenger seat is wearing sunglasses. Cops like, all right, gave this guy a warning, pull him over. Pulls him over, says to the guy, he goes, hey, what did I tell you? I told you to take this penguin to the zoo. And the driver says, officer, officer, we did go to the zoo, and today we're going to the beach.
0: <laughs> oh, that is so terrible. Oh, you know what? This PG-13, guys. It's PG-13. I mean, okay. I have to think okay. about our listeners. Okay, you, okay so you, you, you stole a joke, so now I'm going to steal a joke, okay? This is a Norm McDonald joke, okay? Let's go. I'm going to steal. So, a woman is in a coma.
1: Like, what kind of a coma?
0: A coma. See, this is how you started
1: my joke off.
0: So, what, don't, would,
1: don't, but just, what type of woman was she? Hey, just go. That's how he did well, like, it to you're, kill,
0: you're killing my joke right here. Then go for it. Well, no, stir, don't, stir don't kill my already. joke because I killed your joke. <laughs> <laughs> I'll let you do your thing. Okay, okay just go. Okay, okay. So the, 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 this woman is in a coma, right? And uh, and she's in this uh, room with a, with a closed door. And just outside the door is the doctor and the husband. And the doctor is explaining to the husband, he's like, Sir, she she's in a coma and, the, and there's no telling when she's going to wake up. And the husband says, "Was there anything I can do at all?" And the doctor's like, "Well, there is this one thing." And he's like, "What is it?" And the doctor goes, "Oral sex." And the and the guy's like, "Doc, doc, doc that's gross." He's like, "You want me to go in there and do oral sex?" He's like, "Yeah." Well, he, and, the, and the doctor's like, "Well, I've I've seen it work before. It it, it can work." So the man's like, "Okay." So the man goes into the door. He clo- like he goes into the room, closes the door. He's in there for five minutes. He comes out back in the hallway to see the doctor and he goes, doc, she's choking. No, see, no, I get it, Mark. Yeah. It just, you get, uh, get it. See, that's it. So, I'm bombing so, uh, now. I'm bombing so, stealing
1: jokes. I guess the problem is I'm yeah. just, I, I, I like to joke. I just, I, I don't, I've never done the choking part before, so I couldn't connect it as quickly as you could.
0: Well, it's cause you don't <laughs> have it. You just don't have a big enough penis. I guess. Hey, that's eight it. centimeters is huge. <laughs> By the way, guys, <laughs> that's
1: not a round. That's the length.
0: Oh, oh centimeters. That, was, that was too much. Why don't you just I go 80 millimeters? Why not just do 80 millimeters? But, but 8 not? centimeters sounds so much bigger. So well, much bigger. I guess if you're using centimeters, it does sound bigger, yeah. doesn't it? Well, I mean, that's it's not, not anything to write home about, but it's nothing to be ashamed about either. Nothing. No, it's nothing I mean, to be ashamed it's, about. I mean, it's
1: healthy. It's It It works. I mean, it's all, it's all
0: good. Okay, ladies and gentlemen, that is it for tonight's episode uh, we're very happy to see you. Uh, j- j- just in our last update, the it is the fourth quarter right now. Ten minutes left. The Packers twenty three. The Bucks twenty eight. The Packers are coming back. So maybe we did the wrong play on our bets. We'll kind of talk about that in the uh, next episode. But until then, you have been listening to the excuse me, I'm speaking podcast. podcast. <laughs> bum, 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 bum. <laughs>